You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Um, now we will be talking with Dr. Polikarpos Falaras, um, the research director at the Institute of Nanoscience and Nanotechnology of the National Center for Scientific Research, Mogritos. Hello, Dr. Falara. Welcome. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for your invitation. Among uh, the multitude of distinctions and publications and the decades of experience um, you've had, one of the papers you authored was recognized uh, as the most downloaded paper of the year in 2014 by the Journal, by the journal of uh, Physical Chemistry, letters which I found very impressive. Um, uh, Dr. Falaras' research is focused on using nanotechnology to convert solar energy into electricity and in turn protect the environment from harmful emissions that are um, the product of, of fossil fuels and, and the energy that we use today and in turn um, ensure uh, greater health safety for the general public. Dr. Falaras, um, Nanotechnology is a term the general public became familiar, familiar with mainly in the past through science fiction movies and, and, and Star Trek and things like that. Today, nanotechnology is one of the hottest science subjects influencing almost everyone. You use nanotechnology to essentially turn the, sun the sun's rays into electricity that people can use in their homes someday or every day. Tell us about your research and how your work can substantially change the way we understand and use energy. Okay. Uh, we're investigating the interaction of the matter with light, and especially uh, the matter uh, when uh, the size is at uh, uh, the size of the nanometer. Uh, so this means that uh, we follow a holistic approach going through the material, passing through process engineering and optimization, and uh, going also to device uh, development, construction, and also optimization. Uh, these uh, photo-induced processes uh, concern uh, the direct conversion of solar energy to electricity uh, in the field of uh, third generation photovoltaic systems. Uh, these new photovoltaics uh, have the advantage to be developed at, uh, on the bench of the laboratory, of a chemical laboratory. In this way, we avoid the ultra vacuum techniques, very expensive techniques, and so we are able to develop and uh, produce uh, new photovoltaic systems uh, with uh, high efficiency and low cost. Which would potentially be, be marketable to, to everybody and be, become, eventually become mainstream and, and eliminate the, the use of And that uh, also are able to be applied in... Uh, uh, new uh, markets. Uh, as an example, you can uh, see the, the case of a window producing electricity, mm -hmm. of a wall of a building producing electricity. Uh, so the, uh, the field of building integrating photovoltaics. 
just imagine you have a photovoltaic mm -hmm. that is transparent. So basically, it, 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 um, implementing this technology into uh, into everyday things that we normally would not even think of uh, using to manipulate the solar energy into using it into something we we consume and we need to power our devices and to power and to use for heat possibly or of course just imagine that uh, you can charge uh, uh, low power electronics uh, mobiles uh, you you have also uh, also clothes you have also bags producing electricity fascinating absolutely fascinating um, another part of, of, of your research is, um, of converting solar energy into electricity, uh, is to reverse the damage in the environment and eliminate severe health safety issues attributed to conventional energy sources. And this has been a major objective for scientists and governments all around the world. How do you estimate we, um, are to transitioning to solar energy as the primary source of energy on the planet? How close are we to? To realistically, okay, there are targets uh, concerning okay, the um, use, okay, the gradual use of uh, solar energy and alternative uh, energy uh, sources for uh, in uh, in production in the industry, but uh, all, uh, the question is. Uh, what is the cost of yeah. uh, the production of all these systems? And you were telling me earlier that... So this means that uh, if we are able to reduce the cost, now the cost of the third generation photovoltaics is of uh, the order of uh, $0.5 uh, per uh, uh, watt peak. Uh, so if we are able to reduce uh, the price, this cost to lower this cost, I think uh, we will have uh, a chance to uh, to implement all these technologies in our uh, day lives. And you were telling me earlier when we were having a conversation before this interview, uh, one of the factors that is hindering the, the complete um, transference to alternative energy and solar energy is um, the, the middle step between um, the laboratory and studying and developing the technology in the laboratory yes. and then the end product for the consumer market from one step to the other you need to build yes this means that uh, in uh, in the lab we are able via uh, several programs here because of European projects or the national projects to uh, achieve the funding to, of our research but there are uh, two steps left, the scale-up and the demonstration projects. And the problem is who's pay, who is paying for that? Everybody wants the final technology uh, to yes. use, but you can't do so, it without but using... in order to implement a new technology, we have also to... And uh, for this reason, I think uh, uh, people that are responsible for uh, the financial development, technological development, have to face also these uh, the steps. Not only the uh, development of new materials and, of course, new processes, but uh, how to uh, to develop okay, to, to the entire uh, 
production uh, chain going to the final product. So, so we can completely change from one source of energy to another. Um, your research also emphasizes on the growth of um, innovative nanostructured photocatalysts um, and the way they can be used to reestablish water and air, um, polluted water and air. Can you explain to us how this process, process works and how it's possible to cure polluted air and water through solar energy? Yes. Uh, photocatalysis is an advanced oxidation process. Uh, how it works, you have a material, nanomaterial, uh, 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 the light is uh, absorbed by the material, you create pairs of uh, uh, electrons and holes. Uh, uh, holes uh, uh, can react with water molecules or hydroxyl ions and can produce hydroxy radicals. Hydroxy radicals are species that are very uh, reactive and are able practically to decompose any pollutant in air, in water, even to kill microorganisms on a surface. So in this way, photocatalysis as uh, an advanced oxidation process is able to provide a complete uh, environmental protection. So uh, if you take the, the case of water, for instance, water is one of the main problems with energy population that the world will face the next 40 years. Well, the state of California is already facing okay. it now with a severe drought. Yes, but uh, just imagine you have in water new pollutants, emerging pollutants coming from industry, pharmaceuticals, mm -hmm. hormones, so uh, you are able, uh, by using photocatalysis, you are able to completely decompose all these emerging pollutants. Uh, the, our effort, uh, 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 until now, the, the process works very well with ultraviolet light, but ultraviolet is only 3 to 5% of the solar light. Our aim is to shift the answer the, uh, of, the of the photocatalytic materials to the visible domain by uh, developing new composite materials, doped materials, and we are able to, so to develop visible light, activate photocatalysts, and also to, we are able to incorporate, have incorporated these materials to devices, so for a combined approach, we are able to develop uh, photocatalytic reactors that are able to provide clean water with low, really low cost. Amazing. Another big subject um, is carbon dioxide. Now, we all know every city around the planet is currently choking to death on harmful carbon dioxide emissions. How close are you and your scientists in general in reversing all the harm or all the harm, harmful effects of this poisonous emissions? And are you? Is this a realistic goal? Is is it going to happen someday, or or is it just going to get worse and worse? Here you have we have a double problem. One is the storage, because it's industrial. Uh, gas. Uh, so you have to storage 
to capture and storage. And one second is the conversion. Okay. We're also working on uh, carbon dioxide storage, capture and storage. We are developing new materials. But what is very interesting is to see how it is possible to convert uh, the carbon dioxide to useful chemicals. Uh, also, with photocatalysis, just in the case of the previous case of photocatalytic uh, decomposition, uh, it was the oxidation path. There is also the photocatalytic reduction path. So, also using the same uh, family, the same kind of materials, by a, an additional level of modification, for instance, by adding some metal uh, nano catalysts like uh, iron or like uh, silver or like gold, were able to, uh, how to say, to, uh, to orient the, the process to the reduction of carbon dioxide and producing uh, hydrocarbons. So taking something that is essentially bad and turning it into something good. Thank you very much, Dr. Falaras, for being with us today. And before we go, just quickly, I wanted to ask you, how would you suggest we motivate young people and encourage them to follow, um, to follow careers in STEM and to become researchers? Okay. Uh, the, uh, the question is, uh, uh, can be answered, answered only by work. Hard work. Uh, I think uh, uh, everybody is able to realize his dreams, uh, but uh, uh, we, uh, new uh, people, young people, need examples, need uh, good examples, and uh, okay, if. Uh, they decide that, uh, uh, okay, uh, their future uh, is here in, for instance, is here in Greece. Of course, also in Greece, uh, they can realize their, their dreams by uh, investing in their studies and follow the good examples of their profs, they are, good scientists in Greece, and uh, just uh, work uh, on the aims and the targets they put in their life. Thank you so much, Dr. Falaras. Thank you for being with us. This is Venetia Kirizzi for Tech Talk Central. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.